and just be more relaxed and enjoy the little things in life. And um, so I think, you know, as I've grown and found my Fundati, which, you know, it sounds funny now, but like literally finding my Fundati happened years leading up to creating the shop because Fundati means to be grounded and stable in Latin. Um, and then the elephants, that like symbol and mantra for that. Hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And you can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash A Grade Podcast for behind the scenes pictures, videos, scorecard, review sheets of every place we've ever visited, and much, much more. So again, get that extra content over on patreon.com slash a grade podcast there is also a link in the description so you can just click there too my name of course is joe and i'm joined as always of course by hi everybody i'm jackie and we have a very special guest today because we have been honored to be welcomed back to one of our all-time favorite coffee roasters which is of course fundati coffee in lincoln rhode island and we are joined by none other than the amazing owner Alicia DeCastro. Hi there. <laughs> so nice to have you guys in the flesh here in my little bean roasting room. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, this is really exciting because Fondati was one of our first episodes that we recorded way back when we started the podcast. And now as we've gone forward, it's still been, if you guys listen, you know this, a coffee roaster that we bring up all the time and we kind of compare every place we go to. So we are so excited to be here interviewing you today because it's just I think it's going to be really really interesting yeah it was almost frustrating because I think our, if you go back Fundati was like our seventh episode and I think I mentioned to you that everything's just been in comparison to Fundati since then where it's like well it's good but is it Fundati good I don't know so uh yeah we were looking for a reason to come back and we were very glad that we could actually come back and, and talk to you. So, And um, also, I remember on the episode, one of the things that we did bring up was that you had a really, really interesting story for how the coffee roaster got started. And we said on the podcast back then, we're not even going to tell the story because it's best to come from you. And at the time, we were like, go to Fundati and actually talk to her and see, you know, hear the story. But now we can get it right here on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we could start with that because I think that's definitely something that I want to hear more about, too. So, yeah, I mean, what is the the story of, of Fundati exactly, would you say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, again, thank you guys so much for traveling all the way here. It means so much to me. And even from the beginning, I mean, I still just feel like I'm figuring out what I'm doing. So, you know, you guys giving us such, uh, you know, high A grades has kept me on my A game. <laughs> um, to really just keep Yeah, you, you and us both, because we feel that way about podcasting. And I guarantee you that's way less hard yeah. than what you do. So hey. <laughs> it's impressive. Everything, you know, has yeah. its own... Uh, you know, own pros, cons, etc. Um, but yeah, oh my goodness, the origin story of Fundati developing in my brain. Um, so to explain kind of the the backstory of Fundati, a lot of it really um, ends up developing from my backstory and how I went from like finishing up college into the real world and deciding to do this. So that's kind of the preface of it. So I went to college. Um, I graduated in 2018 and just majored in business. I knew I wanted to run my own business at some point. Um, so I majored in business management, but had no idea what I wanted to do when I graduated. So I just went down the classic like corporate road, 
but took a really cool job out in San Francisco. Um, I ultimately didn't end up loving the the corporate finance job, but I, I still even loved the company and loved the environment of living in a city like that. Like it just really like my heart and soul still are out there. Um, it's just so relaxed, laid back. There's a place for everybody. And I discovered pour over coffee while I was out there. Mm. On my first day, they, um, my um, like mentor at work took me out to Blue Bottle, which is kind of a staple pour over bar cafe. Um, it actually started out in like Oakland, California. So I just was really intrigued and inspired by that. Still, you know, no, no thought in my head that I'm going to open up my own coffee shop one day. But um, about six months into the job, I decided to quit and just pursue my passions, which were just in doing something on my own. So I dove into holistic health and wellness first, and I got my yoga teacher certification. I lived in Hawaii to get that, stayed in an ashram. So really dove into like mindfulness to the next level. Um, then from there, I moved back home to Rhode Island because I did grow up here and all my family is here and just kind of, you know, wanted to be back home supporting family and, you know, have them to support me as well yeah. while I figured out next steps. Um, and I started doing health and nutrition coaching as well. I got a certification for that. Um, so at this point, I'm, you know, six months to a year out of quitting my job and really just free flowing still. <laughs> I was um, doing some health coaching, working at the YMCA down the road and actually teaching yoga at the Woods Yoga next door, our neighbors here. And um, the two owners there, they also were just like really great mentors and guides to me at the time. Um, I just, cause I didn't know what I was doing and they kind of took me under their wing. I started teaching there, wow, yeah. had a lot of life talks and um, they had proposed the idea to open a coffee shop actually. So without that idea and proposal, I don't even think this would have happened at all. So thank you to them. Um, and then um, from there, my, my stepdad had told me, you know, hey, I saved up funds for you to open your own business when and if that time came. And if you want to actually do this, I'm here to support you. Like, let's dive into it. So um, that is that's how it happened. And I was like, all right, don't really know what I'm doing right now, but this sounds like a pretty cool idea. And um, I, I love coffee, I love food, I love the community around it. So once that happened and I was like, all right, this is gonna be like my thing, I'm gonna create a business. Um, I just got super fired up and just tried to infuse all the different elements of just kind of my being and how I hoped to um, share that experience for community and life um, into the shop and, um, and yeah. <laughs> long I, story <laughs> yeah no but it's so interesting because I noticed right away walking into Fondati that there is something different you can feel that passion behind it and the fact that you do come from that wellness yoga mindfulness background because it's present in every part of the roaster when you walk in there's an energy <laughs> and a vibe in in your coffee roaster in your shop that is different than a lot of places that we've been and for me it's inspiring, honestly, as a woman to come in and see what you've created and taking those things that you've learned from yoga, from health, from wellness, and turning it into a business. It's just not the way I think we're taught that business is. You know, business is aggressive and business is, <laughs> you know, you're doing, all, you know, it's cutthroat and you have to work and you have to grind and it's but it doesn't always have to be like that. You can come into a place and you can take a deep breath. And that's kind of what it feels like coming here. Aww. So I'd see it. Yeah, I it, see it, the, the vision. It almost feels like you have the best of both backgrounds because you have that 
business background from your education and your experience with some corporate world stuff. But then you have that wellness and mindfulness aspect, which seems to make a lot of sense where like you're saying, it seems like when you walk into Fundati, like everything makes sense, like everything works well. And of course, like running any business is very messy behind the scenes. But you know, you clearly know what you're doing. And and again, it manifests in the the reasoning. We talk about this all the time, even a lot of coffee roasters that we go to that we love it's the setup is like kind of disjointed and there's not a clear coffee pour over bar. Your setup makes so much sense. Like what happens your experience when you walk in and how you proceed to wait for your coffee and then how you can sit and wait. And that is actually something that's, that's quite rare. I, I feel like, so it feels to me like there's this real sort of cohesiveness between the the business mindset and, and the wellness community aspect too, which com- c- comes across to me as well. And I think probably everybody else who yeah. comes in. So definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, thank you guys for pointing that out. I guess I haven't really looked at it as like a fine balance between the intense, you know, corporate world, business background to the mindfulness and wellness, but that totally makes sense. And that's kind of who I feel like I am. Like, I feel like I'm always just in the center of all personality types, all intensity (laughs) levels. Like I'm, there's a big part of me that's this crazy high strung type A creature, but, um, through college, I really started to get this pull to like pull back from that and like breathe and and just be more relaxed and enjoy the little things in life. And um, so I think, you know, as I've grown and found my Fundati, which, you know, it sounds funny now, but like literally finding my Fundati happened years leading up to creating the shop because Fundati means to be grounded and stable in Latin. Um and then the elephants, that like symbol and mantra for that. But um, yeah, it all just came together. And uh, thank you for saying I, I clearly know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually still don't feel like I do. And I've gotten tons and tons of help along the way. And also like shout out, you know, early on to my my great team because they I, I found some really great people who are also so passionate about coffee and not just coffee, but the experience around it. Um, like some of the folks you met today and they really helped, you know, just continue to instill that vision. So that energy, you know, started from me, but also came from them and has just trickled into like every facet of the business. And now the regulars you see coming in. Mm. So it's been a cool ripple effect. We, we talk about that all, <laughs> all the, the time, all the yeah. time with that there's such it's almost universal where there's such a correlation between a grade service and a grade everything else it's so rare i think maybe once we've been to the place where we're like okay everything else is a grade but the service but the people there it's it's and it's so hard to to cultivate and find people sometimes that when you do obviously that's that's key and and that makes a huge difference right yeah and i think that here especially it doesn't matter who you're interacting with you're going to have a good service experience are you very particular with when you're hiring and the types of employees that you hire do you look for a certain type of person or really focus on the training you know is there yeah for sure Uh, i would say both but it definitely does start with the hiring process and vetting um a big part of what we do is, well, we really, we try not to say, you know, we won't hire under a certain age because we have found some young kids as well that work out great. Mm -hmm. Um, We find that mostly 18 and over works though, because we need kids that are, you know, in college, not, you know, confined to that school schedule. Um, 
from there, it's just their energy. I can usually tell upon meeting a person whether they're going to work out or not. And I usually still will put them through the interview process. I'll look at their resume, have them sit down with me. And I also have them sit down with my lead baristas. So they get interviewed by, you know, three to four key people in the business. Um, and it's, it's really all about, you know, their work ethic, energy. If they respond to me right away in an email and actually explain why they want to work for Fundati mm. and give like a good explanation for that, I know like they care. Mm. Um, as opposed to somebody who may just apply through a job site online. Um, right. Yeah. And only do half the steps. Like usually they're not going to work out. So a lot of our employees that we've gotten from the beginning now, so I have my initial hires and I still actually have three of them. One that is coming back who was doing like an internship over the past six months. So pretty cool to see, you know, almost two years in now or a year and a half that I've got some of our original crew. But um, since then, most people that have worked out the best are ones that were customers and regulars at Fundati realized how much they oh, wow. love the That's business, great. the coffee, and then they're I like, hey, yeah. can I actually work for you? And um, so that, that's been great. Oh, that's amazing. That's like the best way I feel like to recruit because then they know your culture. They know what it's like to be here as a customer. So that really shows in the service experience as well. That's yeah, great. It, it should translate. I actually wanted to ask you as well, when you were talking about this idea of community and how that's really something that we've noticed going to different places and why particularly in part we focus on coffee roasters as opposed to just coffee shops, which obviously there's fantastic regular coffee shops out there that source beans from wherever. But I'm very curious why you decided to be a roaster and do the roasting as opposed to just opening up a coffee shop. Was that like a, an early on decision or how did you go about coming to that sort of realization that like, yeah, you want to be involved directly in the roasting process uh, too. Yeah, of course. So I think early on, I there was something deep rooted in me that knew I wanted to try to do everything on my own. But at the beginning, I actually was going to use a different coffee roaster. Um, we had found a really good coffee roaster up in Worcester that had a couple shops mm -hmm. um, in Worcester and then Rhode Island and the beans were great. And the owner of that shop um, was a really great mentor to me. But to own my own roaster happened because of a COVID pivot decision. So when COVID oh. hit, they um, they ultimately had to shut down one of their locations. And I kind of panicked thinking, well, oh my goodness, if this is going to be the new way of the world, I need to really be self-sustainable. Um, so when that happened, I just made a quick 180, um, had uh, discovered Bellwether and thought, well, this is totally up my alley. I love that it was, you know, created just with all good intentions in mind. And uh, working with them from that decision has like helped just keep my integrity of sourcing great beans, like thinking about all steps in the process from farm to cup, um, really just mm -hmm. like at the core. So that is actually how that decision came to be. And I'm, I'm really happy that it all worked out that way. Like, yes, everyone knows COVID was a crazy and terrible time, but there was a lot of silver linings in it. It gave me a lot more time to step back, reflect and pivot. But before I actually had to, because I wasn't open yeah. yet. So yeah, it, it reminds me of Uber Geek a little bit when we were interviewing Rob, because he had a similar experience where he yeah, had to right. adjust his brewery because he was opening up right as COVID hit. And he felt like 
people were like, you're crazy. You're starting a business. and There's a pandemic happening and you're. And he's like, I, but maybe I am. We'll, I see. Think, we'll yeah. see where it goes. Yeah. And I see a similar connection there where you took those lessons and the things that we learned through COVID to make a more sustainable business. Right. And I think we're in need of community now more than ever before as things start to open again, as we take off our masks, as we start seeing people's faces again. So I think there's a really big place for businesses that are doing things like you're doing with community. Uh, right. I mean, yeah, it's I a think, different world now. I think it's what people are looking for yes. too. Like, like you say, and it's, it's why, places that we go to like we come back we're willing to come back to rhode island because i i think i messaged uh you on or whoever on instagram and i was like yeah we're we're looking for any excuse to come back yeah. to Fundani. <laughs> we, we have been since, since we went there um i'm curious as well i wanted to ask because i've seen it on your social media before the fact that uh, and again i might be getting this wrong or, or misinterpreting it but something to do with a zero emissions coffee roasting process or, or something like that like what exactly is going on with that because that struck me as something that i haven't seen anywhere else and i'm not uh, like it really stands out to me so what exactly is that yeah of course well thank you guys for asking and it's yeah. funny that you love the beans so much last time but we didn't even get to dive into that yeah so. yeah um but here we are we're actually sitting in our little roastery so if you turn around well sorry you guys can't yeah. see oh, yeah, there I'll it is. Have to share <laughs> i'll have to take a picture yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but the the Bellwether, so Bellwether Coffee is a company that invented this coffee roaster. It's one of a kind on the marketplace. Normally, roasters are those large gas roasters, and all yeah. of um, there's a lot of CO2 gases that actually build up in the beans during the roasting process, and those normally get released through a giant vent. So when people say, "Oh, you're opening up a coffee roastery," that means like it's going to smell good across the neighborhood. Those are actually <laughs> all the CO2 gases um, that are getting released. Our roaster instead was, I mean. I don't even know how they did this because I am no like science engineer, but thank you to Bellwether for inventing this because it takes all those CO2 gases, turns it into condensation and collects it in a little uh, chamber at the bottom. And we change it out every few roasts. Oh. So it's completely ventless, zero emissions. Um, I can get up and show you guys after, but it's all powered through the iPad as well. And it tracks. We we go on and choose what roast we want to do. We'll yeah. choose, okay, we're going to roast Costa Rica and we're going to do that on a medium profile today. Um, and then it tracks how many pounds of CO2 emissions we are actually saving from going into the environment every month. And pretty much we save about a tree a month as well. That's wow. not what it equates to. And how funny and ironic that we are also recording this on Earth Day. <laughs> yeah, it, it is wildly and appropriate. Do you know, this gets me thinking um, that we should actually plan a little beach clean or something together. We can do a Fondati coffee because Joe on the side, yeah. he awesome. is a beach cleaner. Hence, probably also his ocean. I'm, I am wearing a ocean, ocean plastic yeah, stop plastic ocean plastic shirt. shirt. But <laughs> Joe on the side, he does beach cleaning videos and cleans beaches all around Long Island. But mm -hmm. we could probably take this energy, take this this thought process a step further and happy earth day it's pretty cool yeah. yeah yeah i love that we are in the ocean state too so we have a lot of people that love our beaches here so. rhode island is the ocean state yeah that's oh. our that's our name yeah but people who like live on the west coast think that rhode island's a part of long island so we are <laughs> we are all just one being yes right. to half of the um... it's just one island <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> exactly well, it's, it, that's interesting because we think of long island as 
beach land because mm -hmm. you you don't you never have to go far. The funny thing is like you you can't really get lost because you'll hit water eventually. Like yeah. you'll 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 get there yeah. sooner or later for sure. But that's that's amazing to to hear about with that because again that's I don't think that is and we have seen anything. I haven't like seen that, that anywhere at no. any at any other roaster. So I mean mm -hmm. that's the type of stuff that more people I I want to hear about because that's such a difference. Like you say when you think about how much and I always think about this like we were saying with beach cleaning or pollution in general like a lot of little sources of pollution or, or reducing pollution really add up over time mm -hmm. when you scale it up to you know throughout the country or throughout the world and so that's a perfect example where it's like yeah you can reduce a lot if more people sort of get on board with these types of changes or, or innovations yeah. so thank and you for it's that. something that you're doing behind the scenes too which is really awesome that this is here right next to us i'll definitely take some pictures for oh, yeah. yes. for instagram we'll give some patreon.com and patreon we're shameless self promoters at this point no you gotta do it yeah <laughs> which is where we put all the bathroom pictures and yeah. <laughs> coffee yeah. roaster pictures yeah definitely uh, i wanted to ask you as well in terms of coffee itself do you have a favorite uh style or um, you know, I, we were talking before about how much I'm a big pour over fan. Do you have a favorite pour over style bean or, or again, like lattes, like favorite style latte, anything that stands out to you that you say like, yeah, that's what I personally really love for some reason. Yeah, of course. So I am a big pour over girl, light roast at heart. Ever yes. since starting this business, I was experimenting and making pour overs at home all the time and just was super hooked. I would say it's been about a year and a half now. So you kind of go in and out of liking certain things. Yeah. And I've gotten more sensitive to caffeine somehow. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so I haven't been drinking as much light roast, but whenever I even just make like half a cup and just sip it black, like for like a slow moment in the morning, and see, I associate all of that together, right? So pour over to me is like the finding my fundati, taking that moment. Um, even if I'm making someone else's or myself, you're just you're getting to watch all those little bubbles come up from the bloom and the steam and the slow drip. And and, um, you know, I see people getting entranced by it when they come through the shop, even if they ordered a latte and they don't know what a pour over is. They're like, whoa. <laughs> what is that? And so it's a really, um, it's really cool. And maybe that's why my heart's like so um, attached to pour over as well, because of just the full experience around it. But. There's definitely something mindful about it compared to just making coffee somewhere else and you just push a button and the coffee's made. A pour over is a very mindful experience. It takes time and it takes precision, right? And it, oh yeah, it's beautiful. It's kind of yeah. a beautiful process. Um, and you were saying that you're doing a lot of matcha lately, right? Yeah, yeah, so I, um, well, everyone who knows me knows I just love to eat everything that's green. <laughs> I'm practically just like a little animal that grazes. Um, so I just drink my, my grass drink. Um, but no, we've been getting like some organic matcha and finally put it on the menu um, for, we did, we called it like March Matcha Madness or whatever. Um, and and so more because people had been asking about it a lot. And it's a nice wellness drink. It gives you that caffeine, but um also, you know, I love having with steamed oat milk. So I make a matcha latte. You oh, yeah, add that's a little honey. Jam, yeah. I might have that after <laughs> yeah. on our way out that, before that our might, hike. That might, that might be the one <laughs> that might to be go my to-go drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to definitely try it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fantastic. And I, I was curious, too, do you have any plans like in, in the works? Like, do you have any like visions for the future of, of what you're doing here at Fundati? Yeah, for sure. So that 
I feel like my answer to that question is kind of ever-changing um, because I, I've been really trying to focus on, all right, the present moment, I have to keep making this business work. Like I've been, you know, working super hard, well, always, but especially recently, I feel like with this new drive to get this business like super sustainable on its own. I mean, heck, it's taken it's taken a lot. We've seen like we're booming and doing great, but the reality is there's just so many things behind the scenes and expenses and costs going up that, you know, we're still trying to, to make ends meet and like finally turn a profit. So my goal is to get to that point. Um, keep building up the team that we have. We have some new hires coming on board after a, a drought of, of <laughs> lack of employees. Um, so really excited about that. Um, and also my original visions were, I think like anyone would be to say, oh, I want to open more than one shop. But I kind of reeled that back in and I think want to focus on what we can provide out of just this one shop because we have the roaster and a full kitchen here too. So instead of putting my sights on another shop right away, I'm focusing on... Um, bringing Fundati Mobile. So we're going to actually be at the Providence Flea this summer. It's a really large um, cool. like flea market, farmer's market, and we're going to be their main coffee source there. I don't know if I can like, I think I can share that. Um, I, I, but, but, find well, out. We can edit. Let me know. Be. I'll edit post, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Yeah, I think that's fine. We can get the <laughs> yeah. hype going. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be uh, doing that and that's going to honestly be huge because it will be, we'll probably serve as many people there in like four hours as we do in a day at the shop. Wow, so that's really that. exciting. Wow. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. Thank That's you really so exciting. Much. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. And Caroline, who you met um, up front, she'll kind of be manning that as uh, part of her summer internship because she's in business school right now. So it's just cool that we have those things going on. Um, and then also just using our space in off hours for different events. So over the next month, we have someone is renting the space to do a book signing for the book they just released. Um, we have another meditation and painting workshop and then like an all women's event. And then we're going to be sourcing seeing some baked goods and coffee at a couple other events in the coming months. So, um, yeah, just kind of those are my visions right now. I wish I lived closer. I would be here for every event because it's right up my alley. I found, <laughs> I found my, you know, I was raving about Fundati because I feel like I found something I connected with. And I think a lot of women, especially everybody really, but women especially can really connect with this shop. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. And yeah. hey, we've stayed pretty well connected, even though you haven't been able to make it in in a bit. So um, yeah. we're always here. And virtually is how I want to expand as well. I want to keep making you guys feel like you're a part of the community and and do more of that. Um, it's definitely no small feat to, to handle media, as you guys probably know, too. Oh, but yeah. I'm really yeah. trying to get more like hip and savvy. <laughs> even though I'm 25, I feel so like... Yeah out of it with, with there's so much to learn and we keep us saying we're like oh we should we need to get into tiktok we need to make a tiktok but it's yeah. just so daunting like, I, to, it, I, I have I don't way know. too many gray hairs to get into tiktok it's too late where do we I start the i don't there'll be I one don't, more for every video you create too. <laughs> exactly, and by the right. time we get into tiktok there will be a new thing right that, yeah. Yeah. yeah we find instagram and i'm sure that's where we could people could find you as well yeah. instagram to be a really great source of community for us and is there a place that people could find you instagram probably right yep i'd say instagram is our main source we pretty much everything we post onto instagram we post on facebook as well because i think there's another bucket of people that that use that um but yeah instagram is great because we can you know we we dabble with tiktok once in a while <laughs> yeah. usually my younger employees are so kind to share their creativity with me and make some fun videos for us and they'll make it on tiktok and then kind of put a different you know put it through and put it on instagram reels as well so it's that's our you know main source of community 
Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It definitely comes through. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh. <laughs> we were talking about some questions in the car, and I was curious, like, are you watching anything good on TV? Are you reading any good books? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I should have warned you for that question beforehand. <laughs> I know you were so busy with the coffee shop, so if the answer is no for now, you could get back to us. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm actually horrible. I like, never really read books um, fully through these days. Mm. I have a lot of books that I've read. Like, like me on the stack. From- 20 to 100 pages yeah. might be pushing it. Some of my friends might call me out for even saying that. Um, so not too much there. I I try to, like, I end up reading, like, articles a lot, and yeah. I listen mm. to podcasts. Um, I'm really into my my whoop here that tracks all my, like, heart rate stuff. So I'm a nerd, and I listen to those podcasts when I'm running a lot. Mm. And... Um, no, I've I've been rewatching the 100, which is like a pretty like bad acting, but just like funny, intense show yeah. on um that's fine on yeah. Netflix and and I've I'm waiting for Ozark to uh, season yeah. four part two to come out, and I'll I'll binge watch that and then get back to work. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got into the first season of Ozark and then didn't ever catch up with it, and I definitely have to rewatch it because yeah. I can't remember what oh, happened so before i get back into the final after the final season comes out i'll start from the beginning again then we can talk about that, about that. Yeah. If, if it's any consolation i'm a writer and i don't even read a lot because i, I just get tired and i'm like because i'm so busy doing other stuff so i listen to audiobooks mostly yeah. for that or podcasts because it's like and i'm kind of an idiot anyway so like it's easier if, <laughs> it's easier if i feel like somebody's explaining it to me than if i have to read it and and actually think about it i'm like i'll just tell me just yeah. Tell me like you would a child and, you know, maybe I'll get something out of yeah. it because otherwise it's uh, it's hard when you're busy. And we were saying earlier, you're yeah. you, you got a lot going on. I think it's fair to say. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, but definitely. finding finding ways to manage my schedule more and more when they say yeah. like, oh, time management is hard when you're in college and stuff. I was like, it was just preparing me for this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. When you look back over the past, I guess, couple of years now, mm-hmm. I mean, do you feel like very maybe not so much different in a lot of ways, but that you have gone through a lot in terms of experientially and, you know, your own growth, having to to figure all this out, maybe? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like I've grown so much. Sometimes it takes me a lot to finally take a step back. But I think right. I would say my parents and like really close friends and boyfriend notice it the most, like especially when I'm talking about the business and certain struggles and how I'm going to handle a decision. They're like, wow, you've grown so much. And like, mm. I'm really grateful for them because they yeah. force me to take that step back and almost, you know, reflect. And then and then that fuels me to just, you know, keep moving forward so and this is only the beginning i think absolutely (laughs) yeah well we were uh, amazed i don't know if we mentioned it at the beginning but the fact that we were like wait how long has this place been open because i mean we go to places sometimes and we're like uh they should probably figure have figured some of this stuff out by now whereas when Dottie, we were like this is this is really amazing stuff for for a very new business so um we really love it we really appreciate you having us back and um Thank you. Um, do you have yeah, anything else? Thank you so much for doing yeah. this interview with us. We're super excited to put it out there because there's some really good insights, I think. And we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. We'll be back. This is going to be a new destination, what we call a destination coffee roaster. It is on our list of we, we basically designate places as destination, like you should go out of your way to visit it. Aww. Or if you're around, you should stop by or um, 
let's move on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but this is definitely a destination. Definitely our desti- our destination. top tier. Yes. So, so yeah. Thank you again. Thank you guys yeah. so much. I'm again honored that you guys love us so much and came all the way here. So I'm happy to have Rudy some coffee today, chatted, and I'll show you the roaster once we pop off. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we can't wait. We'll, we'll take some pictures. Like we yeah, said, definitely. yeah, uh, check us out on Instagram, Patreon. We'll have links to all of that in the uh, episode description. And yeah, I'm definitely ready for more coffee because I always oh, am, yeah. especially when I'm at Fandati. <laughs> I, I should mention as well, I tried two pour overs that you did already and one was better than the next and i won't lie about pour overs if i don't like a pour over i'll be like and these are fantastic pour overs these were like really on point with (laughs) with the flavor profile so thank you again really good stuff thank you guys yeah well i guess that's everything for uh for this week from fundati coffee by the rhode island by the roasting machine itself yes and uh if you (laughs) like this sort of stuff we'll be back next week with more new reviews no idea if it's going to be a new coffee roaster or craft brewery but you'll have to tune in to find out yes you will (laughs) so follow us wherever you're listening to us Uh, if you like this if you don't then uh i never want to hear from you again no yes we do yes we do (laughs) i always do that i tell people i'm like if you don't like it uh, i go full new york i'm like if you don't like it get out of here and i'm like nope nope we want everybody here we love (laughs) our listeners (laughs) yes and um yeah thank you thank you for listening and yeah if you're ever in the area and if you're not go out of your way to visit fundati coffee because i can promise that you will not only not be disappointed you will be very very pleased you will get an a great experience without a, a doubt a great yes. experience that's why we're here so yep. yeah thank you again and until next time stay safe out there be well drink well and hope to see you then bye bye-bye i can edit this all <laughs> jackie's always like Jackie's always like, oh, just edit it, just edit it. And I'm like, yeah, because you have to. Yeah, like, put in the fireworks, <laughs> put in this, put in that. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was great. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs>